Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To. It's reality, yes. Let's love. <laughs> you just point at me when you don't. Uh, I was burping. On hell, he told me not to cry. Oh, my daddy said shoot. My daddy said shoot. Uh, uh, daddy issues. That's why we're singing that song. Daddy off. issues. Daddy, it's you's. <laughs> it's if you yous. haven't heard the cover of the chick singing that, you're missing <gasps> it's out. It's great. It's great. Because uh, the, the song does feel quite country. Uh, I remember listening to, to Lemonade and thinking, this is this is like a country-inflected song for that. But it, it, and it seems to – I would love to hear all of them do it. I think they all did it on one – on one show or something like that. They did it on the Grammys. I think. That was what it was. That, that, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, y'all, this is 90 day, the single life episode. Well, episode four. <laughs> Slap Daddy episode issues. seven, six? seven. No, I think it's episode five. I think it's technically episode. No, it's episode seven. I think. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's seven. So seven. God, because we just don't do the pillow talk because it's too meta. I don't think anyone does. Bay doesn't. Craig, Craig, nobody does. Yeah. Who does? I don't know. If someone's recapping Pillow Talk, God bless you know, them. They let have them, time let them have her. it. Let them do no, it. I'm, I'm not judging them. I'm just saying good for yeah. you. Sounds boring to me. Yeah, it does. Unless it's Alexi and you can kind of see him want to adjust his junk. Like Ooh. I bet the producer so many times says, and... Stop! Stop tape, Alexi. Stop fixing. We your can huge see. Penis. We can see your can balls, Alexi. We can see your dick. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. 
<laughs> and we're back to when Darcy was crying. Which one? <laughs> um, first time. We're back to Rebecca chewing on the side of her mouth. Uh, Which time? Exactly. We're back to Rebecca. What do you think of Rebecca's hair? I like it. You, you know, it's, it's not. It's not like bad. It. It's not bad. Um, it's not bad. Uh, I'm into it. It. I saw it, and my first response was, "It's a little, it's a little dark." And it actually, it it winds up aging her a little bit. Um, but and because you know she's obsessed with her age, so. That's, I feel like dark hair is a thing though now. Like Molly no, it is, that. it is. But it, I'm saying on an, on some older women, it will age you. Oh, Oprah says <laughs> as we mature, you need to go lighter, makeup and hair color. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Know, she she's fine with it. She's experimenting with her look. Uh, I think I think what she had, uh, the 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 style she had. I mean, I liked it. She's never going to be able to continue that. It's uh, that's the oh, that's no. the thing about Her that style. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about that style, y'all. Is ugh. it's anything's better than that than those wedding bangs uh, that she had going on. Poodle <laughs> wasn't happy with wedding. No, that plastered on bangs look like look 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 like Christy Morgan in in high school. I did a um, cameo, another cameo of Carl's wife, and someone Instagram messaged me and told me they saw it because somebody posted in the Sissy Squad, and they said that because the way I fixed my hair as bangs because I wrapped my head in a towel, and they said it looked like Rebecca bangs at a <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Those were really bad wedding bangs, and like, and y'all, I will say I am not. I I would do, I support bangs. I just thought that those bangs looked like something from the late 80s, early 90s, and they were bad. I, I like bangs. In general, that Rebecca wedding ensemble, the less said, the better. We should she, move on. Yeah. <laughs> we should um, move on. Let's talk about, this is the single life episode the four. Single life. I have a bubble in my throat. I um, a bubble in the throat. Uh, Daddy Y'all, issues. Y'all, the show's. This show's good. We're just gonna say it again. God, I it's hate it that this show. show is good. This even it's makes really me, good. Now I still don't like Big Ed. He's a fucking piece of shit. But I can still. I'm. I'm still want to figure out what happens with him. I know between this and Big Ed or Pig Royalty, Discovery oh, Life is God. reeling us in. Boy, talk about a show that's completed me, um, y'all. If you're not sp- spending your nights thinking about are Doreen's gonna gonna really win over the Boleros. Uh, how many artic- animals? How many animal prints does Michelle Bolero own? You're not watching Pig Royalty because it stays with you. <laughs> it stays with- now. We were going to recap, try to get an episode out this week. It's, I don't know if it's going to happen. We're we'll tomorrow. Try. Oh, we. Oh, yeah, we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah, along with our other show. Well, along with the British show. Oh, I need to do that tonight. <laughs> so we're going to try to get one out this week, y'all. I'm just saying, Dad's fake cancer is. Yeah. Taking up time. I agree. Maybe I'll invent a fake cancer for a relative. <laughs> he's going into boy. stem cell though on Monday, so then I'm mm, boy. He's going to be in the hospital, and they're going to have to deal with his fake cancer. <laughs> I'm my maybe main I'll, concern maybe now. I'll is, have a great aunt who is taken ill. <laughs> that's true. My main concern, and I think it's fine. I talked to a nurse today. It's, I need to make sure my dad. Uh, he wants to make sure his frozen popsicles can go in a freezer somewhere for him. <laughs> 
The nurse wow. was very happy when I said he liked popsicles because she said, oh, good. That help, helps with the mouth sores. What? <laughs> Jesus. What does he like? What kind of. Literally the popsicles you eat when you're eight years old. Okay. Like the long. Oh, yeah. With popsicles. The... Yeah. Like the like cherry. Yeah. But the sugar free ones. Oh, that's good that you put him on that. No, he requested the sugar-free ones. Really? Because diabetes, di- diabetes. Diabetes. The sugar. Diabetes. As my father says, sugar diabetes. Sugar diabetes. Sugar now diabetes, friend. His fudge sickles, he likes the real ones. Okay. <laughs> but the others, I, you know, I could see that. The others, the, and with fruit, they, you don't really taste the same. You can, you, the sweeteners, artificial sweeteners work. For a while, he would say, Matthew, go get this me is... a fudge sickle. And I'd say, is that a gay, gay slur? <laughs> we need to move that on. That accept me. I don't, I don't oh, want to get into caretaker humor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a brand I want to approach. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want orderlies to start listening to our show. I don't want to do bedpan <sighs> jokes. I could go on and on. I know. I want you to shut the fuck up and I want to talk about the show. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your father's taste in popsicles. Y'all, deliver me, as my mother would say. Deliver me, oh Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me. Mother Let's Poodle. talk about, y'all, Big Ed is getting, speaking of mothers, he's getting ready for his big date with Liz with his mama. And he's got a roller. Roller. <laughs> to, I guess roller. it's nairing his body, it's, putting nair. Yeah. Yes, he wants to nair all of his body. We wear short shorts. Big, big, big Ed, Ed wears short, short shorts. And if you can't wear short shorts, were those one of the reasons why? Sorry, another gay DD tangent. Um, is that another reason why, like when I look back, I knew I was a homosexual because no boy sang along with 80s jingles the way I did and danced around I'm the, the same. room? I'm the same. Yeah, I knew yeah. them all. I don't know if that's a gay thing. Did you dance? You know, did maybe. you kind of prance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Y'all, I did a lot of prancing. I did That's a lot of, and when my when my parents would catch me prancing, I knew it was bad. That's and me too. Me too. That's where the gay part comes in, y'all. If you've got a little boy who prances, God love him. He's God doing his him. best. You support you, him. You, you it, start preparing yourself. Start so, sometimes telling. sometimes he's not. Sometimes it's okay. Some some sometimes some little straight boys will prance. Uh-huh. It's rarer. It's tell your tell your husband now who's an electrician that he's gonna like a plug in a plug socket. <laughs> I mean prance, a mail in a mail socket. Prancing is one of the key signs. Oh I mean yes. my brother did not prance. My brother did not prance. Yeah. No. I I pranced whenever I possibly could. Oh, yeah. I would uh, I would skip. I would gallop. Uh-huh. I would prance. Uh-huh. I, would, I would I would swing I would my arms around. I would spin. I would do spin. Oh, spinning! God, I miss uh-huh. spinning. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would swing my arms like this. Woo woo woo! <laughs> like I was throwing sparklers or those flame dancers. Yeah, I really couldn't keep my body still. I had to be doing interesting things with my body. Yeah, that's true. Um, so speaking of Big Ed, does we, it? Bo- we just, we, there's like 20 mothers listening to this that just went, oh, oh God. but you know, I it's okay. Got what I want, I finally got what I yeah. wanted. Well, you got a prancer. You got a. I think there was a thing on um 
a thing for a while that was a, a I think it was an onion thing that had uh, little boys, uh, little boys Halloween costumes. And it was a woman saying, for your effeminate boy. And she's like, yeah, he's a, this one's a real prancer. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> it's oh, really funny. Oh, yeah. That was, that's one. Oh, it was like, it was a fake, like today show. Yes. Like. And it's like, oh, he's a real prancer. Uh, <laughs> it was a woman to help make your feminine boy butcher. Over yes, Halloween. that's what it was. Yeah. He's got, he's got the prance in his step and she was trying to get, make him a fil- make him like a, 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 a football player. And he's like, mom, <laughs> she's like you're gonna you're gonna this will fix all the limp wrists <laughs> it was great um i think that's what my my but my mother let me be bedtime bear that she made the costume which she still reminds me i made that costume for you <laughs> i see we fixed a drink during the break i did I did um so all right does it make you sad that big ed is working so hard to make himself ready for in some weird perfect way for this woman because yeah. he really does believe that he's not somehow perfect his perfection physically that he can be and i don't i don't know how making himself hairless like a seal is going to do that um I, but uh, he somehow equates body hair as dirty and gross i'm all about someone doing things because it makes them just feel better. Yeah. They've like, I I'll get the occasional and by occasional, I mean three weeks in one day or three months in one day, the occasional Botox <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> when three weeks, three months in one day, whenever I can get it. <clears throat> doctor, doctor, get in the news. I got a bad taste of wrinkles in my forehead. But you get your, you get your shoulders waxed too. No, I don't. Oh, you used to. No, I don't. Just for Cabra Gay. Oh, okay. I thought when I had to wear a dress. Because <laughs> no. your shoulders are quite hairy. They're not creamy oh, and look. alabaster like mine. A, it doesn't bother me. And also, they're not like Big Ed because my hair is really light blonde. I can see why he has, you can, he has black hair. And so yeah. that was bothersome. But honestly, but it's not I, that big of a deal. She knows you're 50-something. Like, that's the deal. If he did it just because, you know, I feel it's like coloring my hair. I feel fresher when I do this. It Not feels this more like me. One. <laughs> you know what? I am. I have to say now that this hair color has died down after a week. It looks I, much better. Looks much I've better. I've gotten more compliments on my hair color than I've ever gotten. Uh, you, ever just, you just need to go into seclusion for a week and a half. <laughs> Keep, I don't keep know. doing it. It's gonna maybe be I'll, it's gonna be full on like uh, maybe I'll keep it this way. You can if you like, but you're gonna have to do. You'll have to do. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who wrote I, Catcher would, in the Rye, uh, <laughs> never seen in public for a while. I, I don't mind having Lucille Ball red hair. Uh, I just won't be seen with you in public. Fine. So, yeah, it just seems a little desperate, and, and so they are. He's. Ex- and even like I get it, he wants to do a great second date, and he wants to. That this is the thing that's reminded me about Ed. And now that I know Ed, when you first meet Ed and you don't know him, you're like, oh, he wants to do things. This is sweet. He wants JD Salinger. Things- Thank you. I was just like rounding right my tongue. Sorry, who wrote Catcher in the Rye? Oh, I could have told you that. I said the guy who wrote Catcher in the Rye, and you went. You just moved on. Because I, I was bored, not because I didn't <laughs> want to tell you what it was. 
What else did Jenny wow, Salinger write? Um, tulips for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Franny and Zoe and nothing. Because he couldn't deal with it. Franny I think, and Zoe's a play, right? No, it's a, I think it's oh. a novella. So anyway, y'all, but, but there's even the second date. It's not like, oh, I want to do something cool. It's like, I've got to impress her. Yeah, I've got to like be. The stakes are his, really high. Even his mom is like, honey. Take it down I, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> even his like mother is like, yeah, maybe just like chill a little bit. And he keeps saying things like, I need to know as soon as possible if we're moving in the right direction. This is date two. Two. Did you see his face when he told his mom that she was 28? Did you see her face? Yeah. She just kind of looked like like she she looked like she swallowed like old lemon juice. <laughs> kind of like. Mm. The, honestly, y'all, Big Ed needs someone in his life. And maybe maybe he would not believe them. He needs someone like that woman he had dinner with, the, with the, who just tells him the hardest truth, like real talk. This is what you need. Well, you know what Ed needs? He needs to not be with anyone right now because yeah. what happens is now that I'm seeing this with Liz, I'm like, okay, I get your pattern. You tell women and women think you're so nice and so accommodating, but what it is, you feel like shit about yourself and yeah. you date out of desperation. And then when you actually get a woman to date you and they're starting to be in a relationship. You obsess over it. You obsess and sabotage it and make them feel like there's something wrong with them because right. you can't admit that you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. And I just saved you 10 years of therapy. <laughs> there's your problem. <laughs> and, a um, and a lot of money. And a lot of money. And I think I think you, you hit the nail on the head um, or hit the living teapot on the head, uh, as we call him. <laughs> <laughs> With that hair, he looks like a fucking teapot. Way to put um, it up, yeah. So uh, I also wrote down: Why does he have a, a unisex restroom sign on his on his door? We I don't wondered- need that. We don't need signs for the restroom, y'all. We don't need that. That is bad word art. Take it down if you have it in your house. Take down the sign that says kitchen. Take down the sign that says well, well, well. Bedroom. Ed does, I think, photograph out of his home. You know what? That is a point. You oh, have a maybe. good. You have a good. A that's a great point. And because it was a unisex, so maybe he wants to be supported in that way. Because I think he is p- pretty supportive. But more importantly, why did we have to see Ed's butt? I agree. And why did his mother have to come in? <laughs> he just walks around. I don't. I mean, I guess I'm a little more free in that, like, after I've seen my dad just naked all the time and I'm used to it. Yeah. You don't need to see it, though. Would you walk, would you let your mama see you naked now? No. No. Wait, do you walk around in your disgusting underwear in front of your mother? No. That's good. I wear, I wear shorts. I don't walk around. No, I don't do that. I don't either. Poodles underwear. I've got some disgusting underwear. Please, no imagination. (laughs) You know, the thing is, I don't buy, like, the really nice gay underwear because I have a problem with that. I buy, like, buying, like, Ginch Gaunch. I'm not buying Ginch Gaunch, which, y'all, those are just – that's just slutty underwear. You know, get on – we're sex positive, but those those are, like, $70 a pair. Um, <gasps> I'm, no, they're, they're not. not 70, they're not $70. $70 on they're, underwear. They're probably, like I'm, – I'm, I'm, oh, I'm being hyperbolic. They're probably, like, close to $50, though. They are. And they and they go out. They go out like in style within a year. 
So, but it's a big thing in the gay community to wear like cute, like fancy underwear from like about two or three places. To uh, to exist is very famous. Um, I had a couple of pairs of to exist underwear, and they basically fell off of me because uh, I I would not yeah. throw them away after about a year because they're pieces of shit. Um, a lot of gays just wear Calvin Klein underwear. Wait, is are we dating ourselves? Are Ginchgotches gone? Maybe. Oh, the website looks like now it's they open. have maybe now it's basket. That's that's in basket. B a s k i t. I don't know. Maybe. Well, they're only seventeen ninety nine now on Amazon, but maybe they're. Oh my god! They used to we, be really expensive. Are we dating ourselves? I think we're are dating they, ourselves. I think we're really oh old. Oh my god! I buy David Archie from Amazon. <laughs> Wow. They have all different kinds, though. It's cute. They're cute underwear. We need to move on. I'm giving too much away. Um, yeah, it's, that's what you called. they called you in college for sure. He <laughs> was giving too much away. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. They're like, put something on. We're begging you. Uh, <laughs> leave something hey, to the boys. imagination. We get it, poodle. <laughs> we get it. Cover your asshole. Please. Okay. <laughs> Mama. Um, okay. So <laughs> I um so mom is like, you know, I don't want to seem hurt. Uh and the mom's kind of says, Well, you need to find out why she's been married twice. And I'm like, not on no, the second day. Don't no, no, no. Um, and she's like, and but I did laugh when the mom says, Well, maybe they were like boy toys, or maybe they were arrogant. Or maybe they were what? What does she want? Does she want a boisterous? Boy they were boisterous. Bo- yeah, yeah, boisterous. Or she wanted arrogant, a macho man. She's and like went, you're none she- of those. <laughs> and I thought, did his mom? Does she believe all men that women date are the village people? I, <laughs> I, I did say I, I did think of her being in a small village somewhere, and she's like, a boisterous man came today. A boisterous swept man. me off my feet. Which she dated quickly. She's like, but that worked out. But anyway, yeah. she even says he's moving too fast. Um, Should we talk about the date? Got a singular sensation. Ding dong, moving too fast. You, you musical theater queens will get that. You don't get that. No. That's Jason Robert Brown. Last five years, moving too fast. Sing- singular impression, not singular sensation. <laughs> I want to say also, you're doing the snores. People came at you about grammar and all the vocabulary stuff on the Sissy Squad. People were like, oh, I really enjoy it. I think it fine. I think it's interesting. Okay. Like four people. <laughs> 24. No, no, we have no like four people and we have easily 30 listeners. And so many, they flooded my inbox. Uh-huh. Also what they called me in college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't had anything flooded since the pandemic. <laughs> Just an engine. Um, Just an engine. Uh, so I think, so Ed, you know, is taking her because he thinks he has, he has to be in an, in a, in a, an interesting date. He's taking her do, to yoga, but it's goat yoga and goat yoga has been around for a while. Y'all it's a gimmick. Everyone knows that it's just, um, it's a fun thing to do for a TV, a reality TV thing. This did not look relaxing to me at all. No, because the goats are this just like. Looked- the goats were fighting with one yeah. <laughs> right in front of you. Yeah, they were really. Um, they were they were poorly behaved. I they must were say very, they were 
they were very behaved and are very and poorly behaved and poorly behaved and it cracked me up that Ed kept talking about how much he loved yoga when clearly he wasn't very good at all. Never done yoga in his life, maybe once, but he got a he got a group on. (laughs) They asked him to do a downward dog, and he looked like he was about to shit his pants. Can I also say the Ed McMahon style revolving wheel of commentary he was doing? Hey, was uh, speaking of, I think we possibly may have two of the goats here oh, with we us. Do. We have an exclusive um, interview, everybody. Uh, we have a we have the two goats that were fight. We have two goats, Willie and Billy, <laughs> are here today. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, Billy's on my end, uh, so I think Willie, uh, uh, I think Willie must have flown out all the way to Texas to see you. He did. He, um, Um, he ate some of my dad's medications (laughs) and I don't know what he's going to say. Great. I think, I think he had some morphine and we're worried (laughs) and a little bit of Flomax. So he's going to be peeing all night. (laughs) All night, y'all. It's called Flomax is the thing that makes you piss. Well, actually, that's Lasix. Again, this is caretaker humor, and we need to move on. I can't do this to our listeners. Flomax <laughs> opens up your urethra, so your pee, so you pee a little easier. I don't need to know this. We, we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep our caretaker humor to maybe one minute. I'm gonna make it the caretaker minute, where you can talk about shit, shit pills. <laughs> Because I, I'll be honest, couldn't be more bored about it, and I have a oh. feeling that most of our listeners are the same. I can't mm-hmm. talk about adult diapers. I can't talk about any of that. His um, fluffies. Yeah, I can't talk about the fluffies. Y'all, if you need to know which one of the best, I need to order Again, some of those. Thank we're going to move on. Um, hey Siri, remind me tonight <laughs> at eleven thirty. Order diapers for dad. Oh. Hey Siri, remind me tonight at eleven thirty. Order diapers for dad. We're off the rails. I P.S. Okay, added to today's reminder. If I ever hear my son, if I ever have a son, say, "Hey Siri, order diapers for dad." Someone just pushed me off a cliff. Honestly, <laughs> just putting that out there. If you're oh. around and you hear that, take me to Dover and push me off. <laughs> I'll enjoy my body breaking against the rocks. <laughs> I wonder what my body would sound like slamming against those rocks. And when it lands, would my eyes be closed or open? <laughs> That's Bjork, but thank you. All right. And here's our interview with... This is uh, off the rails. This with, sh- with Billy, Billy and Willie. Um, welcome to the show, Willie and Billy. Welcome to the show. Well. It was a, it was hell to get here. Two bus transfers. <laughs> I ain't flying in coach. <laughs> it was. How are you, Billy? <laughs> it's good to see you. I'm good. Uh, I would. I would. Uh, next time, don't pull pranks on me before we leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, Billy, Willie, you know, so glad you're here. Um, kind of want to ask y'all, what were you fighting about? That's what everybody wants to know. Well, I'll tell you right now, 
this one thought it was really funny to put goat pills all over my bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call poop for human people. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? And then he ate them because he was hungry. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Those pills look delicious. (laughs) Like Tic Tacs. (laughs) But they're brown. (laughs) Okay, Billy and Willie, I'm not sure about this segment, but we're going to keep going. Um, by you know, make- <laughs> I, I've got to ask, what did you think about uh, uh, Big Ed's uh, yoga technique? Maybe if he wasn't stopping making all kinds of stories and comebacks like he's some kind of fucking goat Lenny Bruce. <laughs> Aliens are real, Willie. I didn't know. I mean, Billy, I forgot my name. Aliens are real. <laughs> I didn't know that human tomatoes could move their arms like that. That's a reed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we gay goats? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. You tried to fuck me the other night. <laughs> Even though you're my brother. Okay. This is getting <laughs> weird, goats. Um, I, 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 we, we, How dare you? How dare you judge me? I've been trapped <laughs> in the same pen with this kid. <laughs> right, We're going to... Wait, am I Billy? <laughs> We're going to get letters what for the second, say? <laughs> and I'm going to end it. Thank you, Billy, and thank you, Willie the Goat. Bye. I'm going to go sell my ass on the street. My brother's a whore. <laughs> Guilty. Sometimes we have guests in here, and sometimes we... Sometimes it, they're not ready for prime they're, time. They're not ready for prime time. Um Ow. Wow, wasn't um, ready for that. So let's. So basically, there's not much more to talk about here, except for it just you actually kind of already talked about it, poodle. Where um, it was uncomfortable because he's he's he has to respond. He, and it's sweet. He they have a sweet little date, but yes, it's become so deep so quick. Also, he has to respond to goat yoga. Everything is a joke, and he has to think he has to entertain the entire class. And even like, though. Even the there's already goats there. There's the exactly the entertainment is the goats. Yeah. And first of all, you guys, no one was getting any goat yoga done. This no. was a woman talking about warrior pose. Goats were running around. This is a gimmick. Uh, if you're thinking you're going to do your next date with goat yoga, no. Just Shoot. go pet goats. Just go pet goats or do That's yoga. Very enjoy- I've done that. It's goats are very sweet. Actually, they're sweet. To- <laughs> Although Billy and Willie weren't. They were. <laughs> maybe that I was. Maybe they were-, they were having rough sex before. Um. <laughs> yeah. So they they talk a little bit about they talk about uh, their kids a little bit. Uh, he she actually about asked about his daughter. Daughter. And who my is favorite, two years older than she is. Well, my favorite part is when he's like, well, my daughter's 30. And, and then I love Ed said what fucking predator people said. Well, you know, age is just a number. And Liz was like, and Liz immediately responded back. She's like, no, it's yeah, not. I don't believe that's <laughs> true. Y'all, because it's not. Age is not just a number. And and it's not. Like, it's, if you're 25 and 30, age is just a number. And it's, but when you're 20 years apart, Age matter, and it's a fixed number. And life, and even more than age, life experience matters. Yes. And someone who is what is a big Ed fifty four? Am I just making that up? I think. But someone who is fifty four is at such a different place in his life than someone who is twenty eight. He's fifty five. Thank you. 
Um, and it's okay to know that, but you need to have these conversations and find some way where you can get on the same page. You can't just ignore your age and your experience in Actually, life. Actually, it's not even ignoring, it's denying. Exactly, yeah. And that's where, and that is classic Ed, mm-hmm. to deny what's really happening in the relationship. Oh, that's his, that's his fatal flaw. That's it's his fatal really flaw. really bad. If yeah. he lived in reality more, I actually think, I don't. I think he could find probably a decent relationship. So I think he's had to go. I think he's because of his disability and how he looks, he's had to go so far um, in his mental kind of story making up for himself. I I get that. Like the way his mom talked about, like he never seemed inhibited. That's great. I love that as a kid, he was like, fuck it. I'm not going to be inhibited. I'm going to be confident, but it's now almost gone too far I'm not saying he has to acknowledge a physical thing, but just it's not even like, yeah, you don't talk about your your physicalness or however, but it, that carries into the way he interacts with people. No, you're dead and on how he sees. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, anyway. it makes you not really be present in living your truth. You're just kind of living some kind of weird best version of yourself that you really never realize. You're like a yeah. living meme. He he wants to be. He's got a fucking yeah. tattoo of himself on his leg. I I this is to be honest, if I if he was my client, if he was my coaching client, um you I make would him get the tattoo removed. N- no, that I would first ask him, but that's a foregone conclusion. But <laughs> I I think I would say I think I would do an exercise basically that said, "Who are you?" Who, who do you think you are, literally, and tell me all the things, and then what do you think people say about you? What do you think people The Dolly Parton trifecta. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and then basically, you're, I guarantee you through that exercise, you could kind of let him see, and then you would invite, this is one of the few things as a coaching person, I would invite his friends, and I would invite people who love him in to say, you can't live this kind of way. I think he needs some kind of fucking intervention, honestly. I'm thinking about growing my hair out. Um, uh, we already have a Ronald McDonald, but so we need to move on. Sorry. We already have a carrot top. I hit my Ed wall. Um, that's all I have for Ed. Can we move on to Fernanda, who I like much more? Yes. Let's God, talk about Fernanda. Fernanda is so lovely and funny, and I just want the best for her, and I'm really worried Robbie's going to fuck her up. And if so, Robbie, call me, because... <laughs> Robbie is... Now, actually, I was wrong. You have flooded your basement since the pandemic, and his name is Rob. Oh, y'all, my God, I, y'all. Oh, I, I have such find... a thing for him. I love bad men like Robbie. <laughs> I, need y'all to, I need y'all to send us his Instagram link. I, I need... We need I need to see him shirtless. I need to see potentially his dick pics. Yeah. Because those are going to help me on cold nights to keep warm. Yeah. Y'all, he's so she's with Vanessa. Um, I'm glad she has a roommate who's supportive. um, She's definitely a modeling roommate, though. Funny you say that, though, but um, yeah, maybe not supportive. She's (laughs) she's uh, kind of in the middle. No, not. I think Vanessa's in love with Fernanda. Really? Think about think about the watch it again, and it's like the way she talks about her. She's like, um, 
They so do how love avocado like, toast, which yeah, is very lesbian. She was like, so how was the date? How was the date was? And she's like, I'm trying to follow what my therapist said and don't take everything as a red flag. And she's like, but we kissed and I would see him again. And Vanessa, her face kind of falls. And you kind of see her inside voice say, smile, damn it. Smile. And she goes, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. And so I just want you to be happy. So maybe Vanessa is in love with her. Yeah, she's like, the way she looks at her is like so... It's like the first time Poodle and I ever saw an uncut dick. We're just like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. What is this? Oh, what my is God. This magical the, the thing. The proportions are all different. It's so different, and yet it's so enticing. That's the way she looks it's at both, Fernando. It's both ugly and beautiful at the same time. Oh, it's not <laughs> ugly to me. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. Oh, I think there can be ugly uncut dicks. Oh, there can be ugly dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Period. But Period. there can be ugly dicks. I'm saying... There's you have to have a certain appreciation for the uncut dick. I just want to nod in like a dog bone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> didn't need that. That might have been one of the most disgusting things you've ever said. My stomach is actually on the floor right now because that was you. Uh, it, you're we, this is not a video. You did not see what happened. What accompanied gnawing it like a dog bone. Just be glad you didn't. Um, But I think you might have something there. So they are going out. The five friends, I think these are all models because they all look like it. Um, I'm trying not to judge them, but y'all, is this the way young people felt about COVID and why COVID was (laughs) rampant? Because yeah, everyone's just, just doing going what out. the fuck they want. They to. were just wearing their mask into the bar, and then as soon as they got in the bar, just taking off their well, mask. Chicago and just... is in general more open than other places. Um, I want to say their friends who are in the bar. I one of them is a gay guy who's just like, oh my god, <laughs> Jake would fuck him. Oh, I totally would. I was so I like I like slowed down to see what he's like. Um, so Robbie comes in. Um, and first of all, it's, it's a little, I, I'm, I kind of get it, but for the second date to introduce him to a friend circle is early. It's early. And he also comes in and like gives her a pretty passionate kiss. Now this is a move. This is a move that Poodle would do. And if it happened to me, that's the way. (laughs) Yo, this is how you date Jake. Oh, this is, this is how you date me. Yeah. In fact, lots of men have dated me this way when they've I've met my met friends. I've met many guys for the first time who said, oh, Jake says, oh, that's a guy I'm dating. And he's walked over and just made out with Jake in front yep. of me for like a minute. Yep. I tend to choose those. Um, so uh, he comes in and just starts to kissing her. And I'm like, I'm turned on. Uh, oh, and so he's a biter, y'all, too. This is the thing. Y'all, this guy is oily. I'm telling you, this guy is no good for her. So, Robbie, you need to call me. Because I can handle you. Well, he. I can do everything Fernanda can do with just a little bit of butt hair. Mm, Take those brambles out. (laughs) We're going to be doing a new, we're going to be doing a new uh, sponsorship possibly with Manscaped. So, you know what? No more brambles. No more wispies. No more more wispies. (laughs) So, I appreciate y'all. I got a lot of feedback on Bramble Talk. <laughs> I got a lot of feedback of women saying, no, no, don't shave your ass. I will never oh, shave women my Women did say that because who? They wax it, who, apparently. Yeah, but who, what did we say when a woman, who was that who said that? 
I uh, think I said something about shaving ass, and you said something alluding like women shave their ass. And no, I said, I don't no, no, think no, 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 no. It was someone, ass. someone said it on Ninety Day or one of the other shows we watch. I didn't say that. Oh, who was it? I don't remember. I don't know. But no, so I didn't find- say it. I, she's like, all women do this. We do find out Robbie is a trial attorney. And, and that's his business. And he one of her model friends. Again, this is not what you asked the one on a second date. But she what goes, makes you focused? What makes you find interesting about Fernanda? No, Ro- no one asked that. And immediately, Robbie says her independence, and they're like, they say, "Oh, oh he's got a perfect answer for oh my everything." Because he's, he's an a attorney. Lawyer. And I'm like, yes, I work at a law office. They have a perfect answer for everything. It's what they do. It's what they do. Yeah. And so he's answering all these questions happy, and you just look. And they're constantly making out. And Vanessa is just sitting there, just watching, kind of eyes glazed. (laughs) And then she just kind of blurts out, I'm so happy you're happy. (laughs) You're right. I need to rewatch this. Because she. Vanessa wants to scissor with Fernanda. I think you might be right now that I think about it. I'm here for it. I. Uh, when he said, um, uh, and the producer asked, are you going to sleep with him? And she was she's like, like, I, I don't, don't want to give him blue balls. Know. Uh, y'all sleep. He's got a nice penis. And, uh, and I know it because I know that type. God, I've, I've fucked that type of guy who is that kind of like alpha. He's super. Now I will say this. He's super dominant in bed. So he's not that great, uh, in bed. He's, but he'll have sex with you anywhere. Yes, yes. But he kind of only wants his. Um, yes, yes. You'll get, you'll get yours. But he's so ready to get his on. Mm-hmm. Boy, I really know this type of guy. Um, and I've really been with a lot of guys. <laughs> I'm a slut. You, need, you really need to have sex. I, I <laughs> ten, ten to twelve days and counting. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, y'all. So Fernanda. Um, it's the next morning. She didn't have sex with him. She's like, I'm afraid. I don't want to get hurt anymore. And she's then we cake see for breakfast, which I appreciate. Then there, because she absorbed the alcohol. And then we see she's talking to her therapist, Frida, from Mexico. Frida. Uh, Frida. And who's kind of helped her go through her divorce. Frida's not bad, y'all. No, she's Frida's a good therapist. Some giving good, some asking good questions. She is. And her hair is really cute. Yeah. Um, and so... Basically, we find out that her mom, that her dad left her mom when she was pregnant with him. Yeah, she never really had a father. And that really hurt her. And then we see, which makes sense, which happens a lot, a lot of young people that don't have one parent in their life, whether it's father or mother, often get married very young. Perfect example. I know he's not as young, but you see Kyle wanted to marry Noon. He wanted to jump into that and make a family. and make a family. Now, luckily, he found Noon, yeah. and they're the best couple in 90 Day oh, Herstory. So I love them. But, and uh, and I think the same, same thing, they're seem to be doing, but Avery and Omar, same example. Yeah. I think she had her mom, and she has her, but some, yeah, but no, she talked about we, having a, we, she talked about having a trauma. We, like, we, we know something happened on the way to heaven there. Y'all, you could yeah. not watch Avery and, Avery and, me and Omar's season. Me and Omar. Without saying, uh, old Avery, uh, haram, new Avery, halal. Yeah. Something went down. Something went down. And to so make that's a radical what... conversion to Islam in the yeah. middle of Ohio. <laughs> Takes a lot. Yeah. 
So Fernanda is basically saying she ran to the first guy who said that they loved her and got married because it made her feel happy and it made her feel yeah. cared for. And because she has debt that like the, the name of the show, Daddy Issues. Because she thought she would when she meet and this happens a lot. People think when I meet my father, it's going to be better. But it wasn't. Instead, she just lived with her her grandparents care for the most. Mm-hmm. They kind of end with the therapist saying you need to talk to her dad. That's She's her homework. Really crying. It's really moving. And she wants to know why he left her. She, I will say, hers is my favorite uh, segment of this season. Hers is my favorite storyline. I actually like the next segment more. I, or not more, but I did like the next segment with Molly a lot, too. No, this uh, is cringe for me. I It was cringe, but it was it was a little bit of sometimes the TLC is the learning channel. We'll talk about it when we get back from the break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. 
it really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. It's time for MDNA! Molly. <laughs> oh, 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 MDNA. I was like, what's that? God, you've done such very little drugs. Oh, it's yes. kind of upsetting. It's like my dad's getting his stem cells on 420. And I said, Dad, you're going to feel high on 420. He's like, what's that? I kind of, I would have loved to have known you at like 22 and introduced you to drugs. I'd be dead. <laughs> you would have killed me. And I didn't do that much, Molly. Uh, but. My father put the fear of God into me about it. Fear mm. of God. You know, you got to you got to know for a while that your parents. I, I knew very early that my parents, my parents trying to scare me, were wasn't really real. Well, for me, it was. We didn't. Meth wasn't as big a deal as it was now, but still, we back then they called it crack. Um, but but no, I never had, did crack. No, but, but I'm. Yeah. But my dad, like a lot of his plumbing hands and stuff, like one died. Like so, mm-hmm. there were people around us that their lives were ruined. Right, for I gotcha. That's, that's what I saw of it. So I thought that was the only thing that happened when you did drugs, which does happen a lot when you do drug illegal drugs all the time. So I mean, like when you're addicted to drugs, not like you know. Yeah, and I think, but I think it's like I think that's a. I'm not. I'm not advocating drug use. No, it's very. It was very Nancy Reagan. Say no yeah, to drugs. Yeah, I was going to say is, it's a very, very much of a kind of that's a all puritanical. Yeah, I get that. That's what I did until I went to college. You never got. You never got offered like weed or any or like even cocaine at at college. I have never been offered cocaine in my life. Wow. Guess we've been around different people. <laughs> Wait, no. Once. I'm sorry. Once I have once at a, at a party in North Texas. And what were you saying? Oh no, thanks. I'm watching said, my figure. <laughs> said I'm fine. Oh, fuck. I would have been like hoovering that up <laughs> at, 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 at like 22. 
<laughs> Y'all, if I could snort it, take it, uh, I literally uh, thought mainline I would, it. <laughs> I literally thought I would shoot it up my nose and I would die. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's what I thought. I just question so I, much I, of part that. Of me, I start, part of me still thinks that. I would do ecstasy now. I kind of wish I would have done ecstasy and like had sex. Maybe we should do ecstasy sometime. I, I don't think us doing a legal, full-on illegal <laughs> drugs on a recorded show is a good idea. You're probably right. <laughs> Let's talk about Molly, MDNA. Wow. Um, uh, y'all, it's the day after Kelly and they're in bed. By the way, what did your vibrator <laughs> just turned no, on? My, oh my! My refrigerator is making that noise, and I don't know what it is. And I need to call it. Poodle, it's trying to make ice. That's your That's ice maker. That's what it is. You have to turn off your ice maker. I need to it's turn it to off. Make, Thank you for telling me connect, that. It's not connected to water. That's right. right? That's why it's making that noise. Son of a plumber. <laughs> Thank You're you. Welcome. You are so useful <laughs> sometimes. Like I'm, qui- once I'm a actually day. quite handy. Mm. Y'all, uh, there was once a cabinet. Yeah, that they called you a hand job. That's who. I don't want to talk about. No, this is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. I'm actually really embarrassed by this. There's a cabinet in Poodle's old apartment that he couldn't open for five years. He tried like I used the paint was chipped. Yeah, there was like you used a screwdriver, right? I used yes. It was this beautiful. I thought it was stuck. I thought it was stuck with paint. And y'all. All you have to do is put the push the button in on the handle and unlock it and open it. And I looked at it and fi- and opened it in 30 seconds. And he you would have think that I just discovered water. And I laughed like an actual <laughs> fool after that. I had spent so much time. There were actually paint shavings. He was thinking about to- breaking the glass to open it. I was. I don't like to think about that. Um, anyway, so Molly, you, you guys, a million calories last night when we fucked. She, did, you, she does. She, I think she emphasized her southern accent, but she's I like, uh, "I'm surprised you're awake. We banged all night. The sexual chemistry is good, and the other stuff is too." Hey, you know what? I don't know if it's conscious as much as <sighs> she does what a lot of women do back home where I'm from, like, yeah. Oh, like she does what my cousin, uh, my don't say cousin my, Lolo. It is her, uh, but she <laughs> she's like she cousin say, Lolo. Lolo has an embargo on. Oh, I don't want to talk about cousin Lolo. And but she would say hi, Jake. How are mm-hmm. you? And my dad's second wife was like that too. Yeah, Brenda. So there's a lot of women. Brenda. I will say mostly older. Mm-hmm. I think generationally it's getting better. Women are learning to talk in a more authoritative voice in the South. But y'all, in the South, this is a big deal. This is how women have to talk to kind of placate themselves right. to men. And figure out where especially, they fit. Especially smart, sexual women like Molly. Well, I think Molly's trying to be sexual in her own yeah, way, but she that. doesn't yeah. really know how to do it. How would she know? She's in the middle of the deep exactly. fucking South exactly. where women are like chastity belt. Chains. And she's, and she's trying to experiment. We see her doing like boudoir shoots. We see her doing um kind of, that's when I said, I think on the first episode, Molly would really benefit from like S and M play. I think. Um, and I think she would benefit from like a lesbian retreat. I think it'd be too much shame for her. I think it's too much to to accomplish. Well, burn that shame barn down. You want to burn it down, y'all. Yeah, but I don't think that's she's ready for that. 
Because she hasn't so, gotten over any of her past relationships yet. And it's true. And she said, though, she's like, we have real good chemistry. And after that, we can just chill on the couch. And it's not weird. I mean, <laughs> he can sit there and we could be watching. We could be watching uh, live PD eating Cheetos. And I feel like he's my friend. And I thought, wow. Number one, that's amazing that you have that. Number two, what a low bar to set. Well, it it it's beautiful what she's saying. I know, but, but I'm say- but I'm saying but no, no, no. What she's saying is that all of her past relationship, she always divorced the sexuality from yes. anything else. Yeah, I get and, you. And that maybe she wants for life because Kelly, at least the way it's coming off now, does seem very chill and fine with her the way she is. I and think I don't she, think Molly dated a lot yeah. of people like that. Well, I think she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it's hard for yeah. She that's why y'all. That's that's the exact. I mean, we could sum up this whole segment in thirty seconds. Poodle just nailed it. She's waiting for the other shoe job, and that's why she keeps asking all these yeah. questions. He said. Uh, she even says, "Unless you're gonna Jekyll and hide me like someone before, honey, uh-huh. you can't say things like that to people in, you're in new relationships with. No, they're gonna think you're crazy. And they are. And and honestly." Talk about driving someone away. That's the way to do it. Um, I will say I got super distracted because she made cheese grits, which is what my mother always makes me. I wrote down Poodle couldn't focus when she made cheese grits. First of all, I hope she made it with sharp cheddar cheese because that's the only way to eat cheese grits. Not but with the way Britney Spears' father said, you go make cheese grits with American cheese. Nope. And where I grew up, you make them with uh, um, cheddar cheese with a sharp cheddar. I've never had them with American cheese. Uh, Jamie Spears talked about it one time. Have Could you, you ever had like cheese grits? Yeah. Remember our friend used to make them on Thanksgiving and they were amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. The friend who I don't talk to anymore. <laughs> That's um, the grits were good. Uh, that was a cheese grit casserole. Uh, but yeah, that. but that's what my mom makes for me every time I go home. Could you make like an Italian inspired cheese grits, like with Parmesan or something like no. that? Like this? Okay. That's polenta. Fuck Uh-oh. off. Fuck off with your polenta. Give me okay. cheese grits. That's okay. Yeah. But could you do like if you want to do a French no. and do like a blue cheese? No. Okay. Not blue cheese. You wouldn't eat it. It's too much. Like with some crackers or no. something? Okay. No. Havarti? I'm going to move okay. on. This is okay. all garbage. <laughs> um, now, now, this conversation I liked, actually. I was, Molly, actually, I, she's, you know, she wants to talk about Kinsley, right? It's Kinsley. Yeah, yep. Kinsley is her. She talked Kinsley. about her, her disability with her uh, fragmented chromosome. chromosome. And I actually did some, uh, I looked at, I looked this up and I know shockingly I Googled. And when she was talking about a lot of this, um, she was like, you know, she's brilliant. She can't tie her shoes, but she can't tie her shoes. And I, well, I was no, but she a, said she can have big words and use right. conversations, and but she can't tie her shoe. Yeah, and this is this is always a problem with when I deal with parents who have kids on the spectrum or ASD, uh, kids with ASD at all. Um, they always you always want to play up how normal they are first, and then you undercut with the disability. But um, do you feel like I didn't feel like 
She's I not. Actually, she's not. She's yeah, not I didn't doing feel like that Molly much. did that. I feel like she really laid it um, on the line. What, what Kinsley said. No, what's interesting? What's interesting is I found out that a lot of fragmented chromosome kids, especially uh, the, more of them are male. It seems like uh, uh, the symptoms are very much similar to autism. Hmm. Um, and so, because everything I was reading was, yeah, like like it's like a sixty to seventy percent uh, intersection with autism. Hmm. So. Uh, I, and when she's saying she won't, you know, she'll, she'll hug you one day and the next day she won't. That's total ASD behavior. I thought it was a, I thought she had a good adult, realistic conversation. No, about she did. I, her, I, her, well, no, I was going to, yeah. about her kid. Um, and then basically she kind of like, she's like, you, you know, she never know how she's going to be loving or she's going to not want to talk to you at all. She says it hard. It's hard. And, Kelly says he responded hey, well. I'm ready, but what broke my heart is Molly looked at him and she said, "How do you know?" Yeah, and Ugh. I thought, you're, you "Honey, you're never gonna know. You're, you're never, never gonna know for sure." And I wrote two things. First of all, I wrote in that moment because I think Molly was really herself and like really authentic mm-hmm. and like she is beautiful. Like I think outer body, the essence of like, I just think she's a beautiful she, person. I she's really a, she's like She's a good her. person and she's a beautiful person. She's been hurt a lot. A lot. And, and I she, just like want to hug her. And she needs to God, she needs like a therapist three times a week to deal with that baggage. Well, it's what, when she said, how do you know it, it what that really really was saying, she said, how do you know? But she, what she, I think she wanted to know is are you going to leave? Me Are you going to do this? Yeah. Are you? Cause she wants some, she just can't. And after what she went through, we saw, I'm going to get really triggered when we see her season because it looks like whatever his name was. Oh, he was, was in a complete was shit to her. Horrible and abusive to her kids. So well, she doesn't, tr- the, but I mean, that's this, the brokenness of trust here broke my heart. And, and I need to say this, I take my pants off. And I know you're not going to. Um, and I, and I need to say that, People get in relationships with them that are familiar. So if you have a traumatic relationship, you have someone who has used you before, you're going to choose someone who has used you again, unless you make that change. But, you uh, know, because that feels normal to you. This is there's a hole in my underwear. Well, shit. Gross. Um, Hannah, actually, from Summer House kind of do as I say, not as I do. But when she was talking to Paige, she, I meant to say this in the show, she had this great line, basically, that I oh, can't yeah. remember. Oh, yeah, Hannah gives the best advice. She but just can't it take it. Said, what was it that she said? She said basically like, um, um, make, it was basically paraphrasing and saying like, stand up for your life, make uncomfortable choices, and, and watch your life and, change. And watch your life change, yeah. And I think that I love that. I, we should have said that. I, I know, we should. Well, we're saying it now. <laughs> Um, we should have said that on our summer house episode. Yeah, that episode was bad. It was. was like one of the. So anyway, I hope that she can believe Kelly. So now they so the kids, they're making they're going to go kayaking and they're making pic, picnic baskets. And so the picnic kid, basket. Kinsley comes in and she literally hugs him, of course, first. She does what? I've seen Poodle do to me whenever, like, a hot guy enters a party. <laughs> she just shoved Molly aside and then just hugged Kelly. Yeah. I will That's say. happened to me. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, 
you're not what I'm going for. Usually, um, if if, the, if a hot guy comes in the room and Jake and I are both at a party and, I, and we both see him, especially when I was single, you would just hear from like across the room. It would be like <laughs> like a Loch Ness monster coming out of the coming out of the thing, <laughs> and and because because they were drinking at the same time, and you just heard mine, <laughs> and then he came, and then I usually fell down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Um. I will say uh, that's a very common thing with kids with ASD uh, to want to have physical contact with you. And then the next day and you will, and it's just like hot and cold. You, you will see that. I have students who immediately, they know, they now know because they're at a school, the school I teach at works exclusively with uh, kids with autism and kids with learning disabilities. Um, so now they 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 get enough occupational therapy to tell them the first impulse to hug someone is not what you should do. You have to respect everyone's boundaries. But uh, I don't know if um, if uh, Kinsley is going to a special school or not. Um, well, I'm and sure- also she's not at school, right? You know, it could be different. So um, it just could be. It's different. it's interesting when we um, when we start up again, always in the fall. There is a learning curve always for we have to remind them of boundaries. It's probably um, going to be a lot with people oh, kids being home. If if I go back to the school I'm working at now, I'm totally worried. I'm going to have to whole conversation probably every day for two weeks about boundaries. Because poodle doesn't boundaries. like to be hugged by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm if you know me, I'm okay if you if you give me the signals for a hug. But if you go in for it, I will. I'll hug you like a dead fish. Are like you kind of react be... like Liz reacts when we saw next Tom on Single Life when Ed tries to kiss her? Yeah. Oh, oh my! When God. I watched that, I screamed at my. That TV. was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen I in my life. Screamed. It, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, basically, you guys, the uh, Kinsley's saying. Kinsley hugs him, and she says, "How did you enjoy sleeping with my mom last night?" So, um, so I think that's what Molly means. Like she gets it. She gets it's like it. She kind of knows what's going on. No, kids, 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 kids who have autism and kids who are on the ASD spectrum, or they they all get it. It's if they choose to say it or not. Well, this is something that I just wish, and maybe they've dated longer than they let on. But it's like then Kinsley later when she's doing her testimony on the camera, it's like saying. I hope that someday they will have a wedding and get married. And it's just like, yeah. uh, she's already. No, that's, that's typical. You just need to let that. Yeah. But she's already invested. And that's where it kind of leads into Molly says, I need it. We're going to have lunch with Olivia because Olivia, on the other hand, my, her other daughter doesn't trust her choices in men. Boy, this was a fucking interrogation. It was. And I got a little distracted y'all because they stopped. They, I got upset because they a We're place called Honeysuckle Biscuits. Honeysuckle Biscuits, and they just had drinks. <laughs> I agree. This what the made, fuck? That would be like, why would you go to Papacitos or, or and not get or why would you go to Torchy's Tacos yeah. and not get queso or Dunkin' Donuts and not have a donut? I don't get that. Or Krispy Kreme and just get coffee. Fuck Asshole. you. Um, so Olivia, and this has been, uh, uh, documented on their season. They've had problems and yeah. Olivia 
kind of grew up in the middle of Luis and a previous relationship of Molly's. And so you can see Olivia trying to create space between between it, this it new me, guy and yes. yeah. It reminded me of of Love After or Life After Lockup with Andrea and her kids. Um, I can't remember their names. Uh, Tennyson and Nyla. Tennyson and Nyla, who are wanting to take care of the younger sister Priscilla, who's still mm-hmm. living there. I agree. That's a very good comparison because Olivia's. Y'all, this is the whole parentified child thing. And I know this because I lived it. Olivia is used to her mother making bad choices in men and having to pull her mother back together. And she describes like, she tells both of them, she's like, look, and I can't believe this is going to horrify me on this this season. But like, y'all, especially when you have a child like Kinsley, you can't be screaming. No, 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 no. You can't be yelling. You cannot do things in this home because it is traumatic to this child. Yeah, and it, it's the the barometer of your emotions needs to be handled very, very carefully. I don't mean that as a judgment. Just no, no, no. It's, you're just, you're speaking the truth. You no, have but to. I just mean like for people that are like if you have kids on the spectrum, and you're like, but I yell. You're judging. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it affects them more. If you're just kind of looking at unemotionally. Well, it it needs to be considered in yes. in the home environment. Yes. Yeah, exactly. whatever. If you if you are dating actively and have a kid, uh, have a kid with autism or have a kid on the. Well, autism you have spectrum, a more specialty with that, and you're more comfortable yeah. saying that. I am not. I'm just there. But no, so I, I no, I'm no. I'm just saying that has to be considered. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's sad to me that Olivia is reminding her mother, "Hey, please consider this." And I wrote down. Wow, this is motherfucking heavy to bring a man into so soon. So soon. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, what is either, I'm thinking, what is Kelly, because I'll be honest, if I was brought into a, this, all this, this soon in a relationship. When can I get a plane ticket out? I'd run. Yeah. I'd run Here, because it just would feel not joyless. Here's the thing. Here's, me at all. Here's the thing. You make you introduce them to you to the point where you become something that that this this sounds petty and a little manipulative but you introduce them to you and then you say this is what i have in my life and then slowly very slowly bit by bit you introduce them via facetime to your other parts of your family that are going to be but this feels like she's trying to do everything in one swipe. And uh, and of course, Olivia's going to have a problem with it. Yes. Um, and and as a as a as a child of some of a mom who's trying to do this, you the Olivia never wants to feel like she's being made to sign off on this guy. No. And what should happen is if if. If Molly just said, you know, this is um, and and obviously talk to Kelly ahead of time saying this is Kelly. He's just a friend of mine. He's just wanting to meet you know if we're going to be together, blah, blah, blah. And you lower the bar, you guys, if you this is the thing. People sometimes think dating with kids is a hard thing to do. It is. It's just it is. you have to be careful about it. Lower the bar, lower the stakes on people you bring home to meet your kids. Tell tell your kids this is a friend. Um, don't say this is someone who might be your future stepfather, like AKA Chevelle from Love After Lockup. 
um, or daddy. Myla, this is your gonna be your de- dear daddy. Y'all, you got to lower. Think about. Repeat this after me. Lower the stakes. Lower the bar. Yeah, that's how we do this. You know, that's that's the thing. People often think people who have been divorced with kids, they're like, "Oh, I guess I'll never find someone else again because no one's going to want someone with kids." To love, no one ever loved the way that you before. I don't know that song. Oh. That's a carpenter song. Oh, God. I guess I'll say goodbye to I can just see you no listening to your ever. room, listening to the carpenters and crying. <laughs> I love the carpenters. Shocking. At a very, at a very, very young age. Yeah, because you're a big fag. Um, anyway, uh, Olivia, even now. Olivia says, is this a little fast? Um, and Molly gets super defensive about it. Which is just not the best. And she even says, but Olivia says to uh, Kelly, you seem like a good guy. And I'm trying to make this. But boy, there's a really, there's a really tough relationship between her and her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talk about everyone's favorite person who's been invited on a trip with a murder cult. <laughs> I still say three angels. They're going to um, murder her. They're going to meet their Charles Manson in Ocean City, and they're going to dismember her. <laughs> um, I want to talk about this song that played when Danielle, it's, it's like this, it's like, you got all eyes on me, all eyes <laughs> on me, got it. And I Shazam this, actually. Yeah. And this is actually a, so- a song by a girl group from, uh, it actually, ironically, they tried to get together in the nineties when they were teenagers and then um, two of them got pregnant and one of them um, got a job at a button factory. Okay. So, so they're a girl group now in their mid forties and their, their name's called I um, all eyes um, on herd, but it's H E R is capitalized because because they like to wear boots. Anyway, ironically though, they're that all was from, a really long explanation to get nowhere. <laughs> they're ironically, <laughs> they're all from Toronto, so oh. it makes no sense. They're not from the country, anyway. So, what do you think of Danielle's new hair extensions? Do they do anything for her? The wind is blowing a lot on the date. If the wind wasn't blowing, I actually kind of think it would be too. better. But I, I will what say, do you think? I wrote down. This may be the first person ever who wasn't dramatically improved by hair extensions. It wasn't dramatic, but yeah. I thought it did look better. It her hair did look better. It's not she has to because of the way her face is, um, it's very round. Very she has round. to think about I think she would do with a lot of volume. Uh yes, instead of extensions the- going down. Well, then she could end up looking like Bev. Oh, you're right. She could so, look like that Bev. I think she needs the length to kind of elongate her yeah. face. I think Danielle's hair should always be to her shoulders or longer. I agree. Um, so, and the, the, the friends slash murder cult say, it's like we've gone from Danielle to glam Yeah. Oh, my God. Best Hashtag line of the show. glam Yeah, glam Yeah, And so, 
Y'all, they're gonna murder her. There's no. I think they're sweet. I think they're sweet, sweet women. They want to be on television. That's they want to be on television. But I think they're sweet women that really want to help her. And it all feels fake, though. It all feels super fake. Fake. It all feels very. It's just Danielle's so emotionally stunted. It feels like like they're telling her stuff like maybe twirl your hair and you can play with it. Guys like that. And Danielle's like, oh, if I twirl my hair, is he going to get excited and think that I that I want to do some some uh, adult things? I feel feel good. But it's kind of like that. It's kind of like. What is the movie? What is the movie where they remake the girl and they take her glasses off? Well, that's all of them. But it's that's, like, yeah. If they made that movie, and oh, what movie is that? And There's they a scene where they take, the but glasses instead off. of a girl, it's an actual manatee. <laughs> like it's just so bad. Like it's not someone who looks better when they take her glasses off. Is it can't hardly wait? Am I making that it up? It is can hardly wait, I think. With Jennifer Love, huge tits. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. It's, She's all that. She's all that. Is You know what? I love it that there's a BuzzFeed listicle called Nine Movies where the main there's, character takes the class. All, there's all of them. And there's so many BuzzFeed listicles. Um, um, Prince, Princess Diaries, My Big Fat Greek <laughs> Wedding. She's a manatee. It was She's All That. That's one of them, but that's mm-hmm. not the one I'm thinking. Miss Congeniality. Yeah, that happened. Spider-Man, if we're talking about man. Superman, no, I guess. No, 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 no. Not no. another team. Was it Was it Can't Buy Me Love? That's, there's old, a, that's an old movie. There's a movie where it was a blonde I don't care about any actor, of this, but it's bugging the shit out of me now. Oh. Um, I think it's interesting because they're gonna, they're the girls are gonna come on this date with her, so yes. they're gonna be her wing wing ladies, and she's never really dated. She says like she got, she was in this relationship with a guy with her, the father of her children, and so yes. she only really, she never really dated, uh, and and I wrote down when he came in, he's reasonably attractive. This could work. However, and I said, he's not really a good match for her because I feel like you need a level of social awkwardness to be with Danielle. Actually, I think he had that. I think that was more of the problem. Maybe that was the problem. Before I get to that, I want to ask you, this is a legitimate question. And sissies that are ladies, come out, come, come at me. Ladies, sissies. Ladies. Um, part of me thinks it's weird. That a woman of Danielle's age has to go on a date with her three friends. It is weird. First. But then another part of me that's not a woman and has not lived as a woman who's been possibly preyed upon and things like You're that. Close. Is it? <laughs> but is that? Is that? Should that be more acceptable? I don't know. I would like to hear from. I don't think you and I can comment on it. I don't know. That's, men, that's true. I don't know. I would know. love to hear from our ladies. Like, do you think it's weird, or do you think that's like a new thing you do, or that you do? To keep safe because no, that's fair. Um, guys are gross. So I was just interested in that. But going back to to what's his name? Jack, Adam, uh, Igor. His name is Jason. Ponzi, Jason. So he is cute. But y'all, he like, is he awkward? Is he socially awkward and quiet? Or is he just not into her? He's not into both? her. Yeah, that's kind of like that's it too. Um, he says though. Y'all, he's a bartender. Oh God, he's fucked so many women many in women. the bathroom. And guess and guess what? Bartenders know how to do talk. Yep, 
Like they know how to. He's not I interested. They, they know how to talk to strangers. He's not interested. You can see that from the very beginning. Uh, he um, at one point she cringily moves closer to him, and then I clawed my skin off. It um, was really. I felt for her because she just. I felt for she her, can't read any signals either. But yeah. this is you. You, the only way you get better at dating is going on a lot of bad dates. No, that's the truth. And I've been on my share of them. I have too. And that there's just and that's why I ended up just stopped dating and we just fucked first. <laughs> <laughs> but nope, I actually really like dating. I actually really like meeting someone. I like know meeting people. You're so good at dating people. I'm actually, I don't know if I am or not, but I actually like meeting someone out and meeting them in a neutral ground. Because y'all, my bedroom is not neutral ground. It's a sure thing. No, once <laughs> he turns off the black light, it's his space. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's true. Um, I've become Jabba the Hutt. Oh, solo. Put it in the hole. Solo. <laughs> Um, it is just, it just gets so, it just gets so, and honestly too, it's like, he's 49 and this sounds horrible, but he's not married. So I'm kind of like, and he's never been married. Um, what's going on there? Like he's unmoored, um, to a degree. I know he didn't seem into her, but he also seemed a little, again, if he's a bartender, he should be good at faking it at least and give good date. And he, I thought he was super awkward. He was really bad. Uh, and honestly, I loved it when Danielle said, um, because uh, she actually said, um, she said, I don't think, he's like said, I don't feel the connection. And she was disappointed, but she also said, I need someone who's a bit more outgoing and will help me lead the and conversation. And that is fair, yeah. And I'm glad that Danielle Actually, I feel like that's a big step for Danielle to say what she needs and not it is what a she big thinks step. she can be. Um, one of my favorite so little moments wins. Little wins. is when she said, you know, I met a guy from Tunisia and didn't go good. <laughs> didn't go well. Didn't Classless. Go good. Classless. Classless. Made um, bad choices. I still think didn't go good is one of my favorite lines. Didn't go good. Didn't go good. Went to Tom, went to New York to see Tom. Didn't go good. Didn't go good. <laughs> God, give me Darcy and Stacey. God, bring it back. Love- One of our sissies, I think Sissy Jala, was just talking about it today. Bring me more Darcy and Stacey with ratty oh. extensions, oh. terrible clothes. I hope we have <laughs> 10 seasons of Darcy and Stacey. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's, it's, I will say, that was a really fucking good first season. It was. Even though it was in COVID, who cares? It was It was great. It was great. I don't have much more to say uh, about um, this. I don't either. It's just Daniel got, she was like, it's all It was rejected. cringy as fuck. But y'all, here's the deal. This don't try to, really rough. Don't try to get, change your thinking. Don't try to get a husband. Try to get rejected. That's a great way to think about it. Try to get rejected, and then and then it's going to change the way you think about dating, and just and go out there and have fun. I don't know if I would say try to get rejected, but I would say be your motherfucking self, almost to the point where it hurts. Yeah, um, where it just feels uncomfortable, n- and not to the point you're you're trying to you're trying to like uh, be inappropriate, but be yourself so much that you just don't allow 
yourself to accept so many things, especially on a first date. Um, and be yourself when, when someone says something that you, you have, you, your first instinct is, oh, I should respond this way to show I have something in common with them. And instead of that, say, oh, yeah, it's not the way I really do things, but I do this. So you're both sharing things. I, and yes. And you're not having that weird dating like like well, pile on. You know what you I think the, what you're trying to, to put a to to put a phrase to it. A lot of people when they date um they go about it wrong in the way they either try to be the thing for the other person right. or they feel like I need to have radical honesty and I need to talk oh, about everything in my life. You don't need that either. Yeah. It's not radical honesty, but it is radical authenticity. That's a good way to put it. I like I think that. Being Look at you blind squirrel. <laughs> I know. Being auth- radically authentic. And like you just said, being yourself that you can say, that's a great way to look at it. That's not how I see that. I actually, one of my favorite questions on a date, and this is, this may be too much. I say, what is a time when you were completely mortified? Um, because it normally gets us laughing. And it tells me if they can't. I like that question. If they can't come up with one. They're not for me. Well, because that means they they can't they don't laugh at themselves, exactly. and that's really important for us. And they they actually can't they don't have a sense of perspective on their own life. Yeah, y'all. If you're in the sissy squad or on Instagram, maybe we'll have a post. That's a good sissy squad post in Tell, our Facebook. Someone post. What are your best date questions? What are your best date with, questions? Yeah. Now with COVID coming, starting to get under control, hopefully a little bit. People, I think, are going to go I'm out and start put dating myself more. Out there again. Okay, we've got to end the show before he starts to get sexual. <laughs> well, that's all I have. Um, it's just going to be whole picks. <laughs> okay. We co- y'all, you can go to realitygatespodcast.com to find out more information on us. Uh, Poodle's still paused on Cameo. You can come at me on I'm going to start right again now. soon. All right, everybody. Um, we've going to – we um, more single life episodes are coming. I thought we were – and also we mentioned – we mentioned that we were going to try to do two, and we also mentioned that we were going to announce our winners for the March Madness Review. T- tomorrow. Really? Tomorrow? Yeah. I'm just saying, y'all, it's going to happen. It'll definitely happen by 90 Day Fiance, the free feed show. Yeah. Next week. We're not that far into it. Give we're, us we can, we can do like a quick little 20-minute show tomorrow after Pig Royalty. We'll see. We'll see. Fine. We'll see. We're already doing another show. We're doing our collab. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So about Britney Spears, y'all. We got that coming. We need up to talk too. about Britney. That with the podcast, we need to talk about Britney. We're going to yeah. be talking about making the videos of toxic and uh, crazy, crazy, right? So that's going to be fun. Don't know when that's going to drop. It's going to drop on their feed, but we will let you know, uh, y'all. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely, lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Poodle Boudreaux. Uh, yes. And if you are putting extensions and you're measuring the extensions to where you decide that maybe when we murder her, the blood won't spatter here. (sighs) Call us. Call us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 